0: when you do a
1: podcast you've got to have a song where someone sings the title what could go wrong what could go wrong the world is kind of scary when things don't go the right way so listen to this podcast and it will probably be okay probably no guarantees hello and welcome to what could go wrong the best slash worst thing that could ever happen to warriors i'm jeff from happy valley i'm joined by chrissy veteran escapee survivor of murderville idaho Hey. Yeah. Also here's Jeremiah, who claws was his hometown, the Coffin, California. That's me. No matter how bad you think things are, these two think they could get worse. So I thought we would talk about birds today, because they're quite fascinating creatures, and well, I get to see a lot of them while I'm riding on public transit going to work. Uh Pigeons. The old pets of the day. Rock doves.
0: I okay, they're out of my office window at work, I work on a pretty high up floor. There's a building across the way that's brick. And there's these two pigeons that every day, like, crawl somehow out of the brick. And then, like, get it on. Like... <laughs> these pigeons are super into each other. It's like clockwork. It's really distracting. It's really bad for productivity at work. But these birds are super in love.
2: Wow, that's uh, that's touching.
0: <laughs> it is, and it—I mean—it really it, are touching. It appears consensual, <laughs> so it's you know it's all good.
2: What weirds me out about pigeons is that there is like the standard model of pigeon that you and I know and tolerate in our city spaces because we've destroyed nature and they found a home there. Who? Uh, <laughs> and they also have. Like all of the weird genetic anomalies because there are just so many pigeons. So you have all of the pigeons that are um, weird, like weird feather formations or weird feet, or. um, But they're all having a go of it because there's enough food for the pigeons to just be like, okay, cool. He's not really normal pigeon colored, but whatevs. There's plenty of leftover tricks on the ground or whatever people are throwing around that day.
0: Okay. Also pigeon-related. Now, for the rest of... At least while we're recording this, I'm going to have Doing the Pigeon stuck in my head.
2: What's Doing the Pigeon?
0: What? Okay, I'm not going to sing it because I can't make a good cooing noise, but it's the song that Bert sings on Sesame Street. (laughs) With Um, his pigeons.
2: I... (laughs)
1: Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm still weirded out a little bit by the pigeons that come out of brickwork to have sex.
0: They're so sweet. I don't know. I yeah. I sh- I should name them. I haven't. I'll name them Ernie and Bert. Yeah. There you They're go. That's now.
1: adorable. And, and they okay. just melt out of the bricks. Speaking of pigeons
2: and bricks, uh, do you guys remember reading about that World War II army pigeon that got stuck in a chimney for like? forever and it had a secret message on it that was like encoded with the enigma stuff
0: (laughs) no what really
2: (laughs) i'll see if i can find the link for this because it was a couple years ago and who knows how things last on the internet these days but yeah so that's amazing they were like redoing this chimney in britain and they found a war surplus pigeon that had flown home from the front And went to the wrong chimney place and decided, (laughs) screw this, I'm out of the war. I'm done fighting. (laughs) Two weeks from retirement. And then died in the chimney and had uh, the little satchel of information, the pigeon bandolier or whatever they have. And it had a coded message in it that ended up getting decoded.
0: Oh no, like that that is the worst thing that could go wrong with pigeons is like... Okay, Pigeon, we're using you to take our secret messages back and forth. And Pigeon just disappears with all of the important information <laughs> that's... Ugh.
2: Hopefully they had several, like, I get, to yeah, care of fair. things.
1: <laughs> Alright, well, we're going to move on to Hawks. Hawks! Because that pigeon Scream! has been real interesting, but carrier pigeons, they're a little bit old news.
0: But who cares about pigeons when you could just eat one because you're a hawk?
1: Hawks are pretty great. I'm pretty sure hawks do eat pigeons.
0: I mean, hawks eat everything, basically. I'd struggle with leaving my home for fear of hawks just devouring me.
1: Yeah, just you're gonna have uh, what's the name of the Muppet? Sam. Sam the
0: eagle. Sam the eagle. Eagle.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, he's not a hawk. (laughs) It's close, though.
0: (laughs) I mean, you might. Pretty big too. They're both raptors. They're both birds of prey. I live They both eat
1: co- smaller weaker birds.
0: Yeah, I live real close to the world center for birds of prey and so I see a lot of hawks on my day to day and I won't lie they kind of scare me because they're they've got the creepy eyes and all of that focus and the big scary talons. <laughs> just yeah, have those images of them swooping down and like just screeching with their bird screech and grabbing in with their talons and like ripping off my arm and flying away.
1: Oh man. Descriptive. That's. <laughs> but you still have another arm. So that's good. It's yeah. true.
0: But like, you know, like a, just like pulsating blood out of one side of my body. It's not a good look.
1: You got to make sure they use their laser vision <laughs> to sear that a little. <laughs> to
0: like, I mean, cauterize s- it some people might yeah.
2: be, you know, fans. I mean, it might be high fashion in a couple of years.
0: I I do actually I have um a really bad rotator cuff in that I'm missing part of mine from an old injury, and so it wouldn't be that hard for a pit, or for a hawk. giant hawk to decide to just like rip it out because it's not in there real secure. Like I can just kind of dislocate it at will. So, you know,
2: how often does that come up? Like how often do you have the well? I I can dislocate my shoulder. (laughs) Might as well.
0: I I thought you were asking
1: how many times hawks fly at her. I'm extremely awkward. Yeah.
0: I'm extremely awkward. And you put me in a weird social situation and people just start talking and I'm like, Hey, look, I can dislocate my shoulder and stick my fingers down in the joint. Isn't that cool? Like, let's, this is, this is how you interact socially. Correct. So, you know, every day.
2: I feel like I've (laughs) known you like. I don't know, seven or eight years at this point, maybe longer, and
1: I feel like you have never done that around me, and now I feel really bad because... I, w- I would have thought you would have felt good. That meant that she was comfortable enough not to do that.
2: Okay, but also what if I want to see some freakish exhibition of fingers going into a, a shoulder socket?
0: Okay, you know what? At some point, this is a th- this is like what we, in- we back in the day of summer camp at like summer church camp would call Mm -hmm. stupid human tricks okay like well you know next time i'm next time i'm in your neck of the woods
1: what do you bring into the games jeremiah (laughs) so uh, back in the
2: day i i had the pen trick where i would and listeners the following may be inappropriate for some listeners i would take a pen and push it back into my sinuses oh Uh, and then pull it out and people think like wait he didn't really put in there but if you pull it out very slowly then like oh no that's really up his nose and that's a thing so I haven't done that in a decade so my sinuses might be no gosh they might have recovered (laughs) they might have (laughs) the trick is to use like a pen refill so it's very I mean I've seen people do it like 16 penny nails and a hammer and that's dumb I'm not gonna do that but
0: We could go on the road with this show.
2: Crows. Let's talk about crows. Oh, man. There's a storm blowing into Portland tonight, and while I was driving home, there was a huge murder of crows. Uh, Hundreds of birds just kind of flocking around, looking ominous and end-of-the-worldy.
0: Amazing.
2: Every time that happens, it happens now and again in Portland. I think crows are a real problem there, and they're hiring hawks to come scare them off sometimes. But every time that happens, I wonder, like, is something really bad going to happen? Or is this just, eh, it's birds doing their thing. Whatever.
0: We've been conditioned to be scared of flocks of birds. Yeah. Thank you, Alfred Hitchcock.
2: thanks, Al. And,
0: you know, we've been especially conditioned to be scared of any animal that is all black. Thanks Religious zealots, I guess. I don't know who we're thinking there. It's so you know, giant flock of crows can be pretty ominous.
2: Yeah, last time I had, I saw a giant flock like this. It was after Portland had been totally snowed over, so <laughs> the whole city is completely, eye blindingly white. And these, this huge group of black crows are just hopping in the in the road that is covered in snow,
1: yeah. and it was
0: scary yeah i i you should have been
1: thanking them so you knew where the road was
0: terrifying also what jeff said
1: thanks also
0: if you like befriended them and made them your buddy they would bring you all sorts of like weird gifts and then your neighbors would get really mad at you (laughs) because because they'd be taking them from them uh but you know crows are cool
1: they like
2: shiny things yeah they can remember faces
0: that scares me because i'm not like i'm not always like fit for being in public and like i'm just real scared one day i'm gonna glare at the wrong crow like not because i'm glaring at a crow but just because i'm thinking in my head about everything i have to do and like how the world is on fire and how everything is garbage and then i'm going to glare at a crow and for the rest of like that crow's natural life it's going to be after me. And then probably also its little ghost crow life. <laughs> just
2: I think they can teach other crows who to throw rocks at and stuff. So yeah. You could piss this crow off so much that it, all of its buddies also hate you.
0: It's just terrifying. Squad <laughs> crows goals. are so scary.
2: <gasps> all right, let's close with starlings oh man Ugh. so what if I mean hypothetically you really like Shakespeare and you're like man I wish all the birds that were up in Shakespeare were up in America and you're like boom starlings what and then they overbred the entire continent and ruined their things for all the other types of birds
0: yeah like that is a real possibility of something that could have happened and maybe we should go back in time and stop <laughs> <laughs> Starlings are so yeah.
2: irritating. oh man, do I stop Hitler or Starlings Hitler Starlings or starli- Starlings I mean
0: Hitler's the fixed point. I watch Doctor Who
2: you, you do the Starlings <laughs> and then you do Hitler on the way back just kinda here you go. Take the next exit
1: in the time
2: just like we're nice... gonna
0: get
1: two birds with one stone
2: <laughs> oh. God that was good. Damn it, Jeff. Well played, sir.
1: well played. I think that's all the time we have for tonight. I think it is. Please give our audience your fond farewells.
0: <laughs> if you have the option to kill Hitler, you should kill Hitler. Fixed point or not. So, you know, do that. Have fun. Go kill Hitler.
2: If you don't have the opportunity to kill Hitler, that probably just means that you're living in a normal time stream <laughs> that has already been affected by other time travelers' actions. That's okay. You can affect the time stream of yourself in the future in just as many good ways you never know who hitler is gonna be so kill everybody
1: <laughs> and Wait. i think these two are for the birds with the that. hat thanks for listening good night my logic checks out
0: <laughs> totally does and i mean like if you can't kill hitler you can always punch a nazi